0: The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts.
1: Attention! The Sci Fi Geeks Club is next! Please, stand
0: by. Live streaming provided by Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Video. Visit tunein.alphageekradio.com to learn more. Hey
1: ye! Hey ye! Hey. Another meeting of the Sci-Fi Geeks Club is officially called to order.
0: All right, you've given the proper secret knock and password. We have uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> two two. Uh, what what's that called in the uh, the uh, web security? Uh, Oh,
1: two-factor authentication?
0: Yeah, two-factor authentication. Thank you very much. You may now enter the clubhouse. I'm President Dave Nelson here for this meeting of the Sci-Fi Geeks Club with the co-host of the Else Nerds show on the Galactic Netcast Network and the old, only other person besides Anessa who does just one show on the network. Uh, welcome, Gregor Spragg. Gregor, hello. Thank you, thank you.
1: Um yes, the o- as i I'd like to say the only other sane person besides Vanessa to only do one show. I will guest I will be a horror and guest on many other shows, but I only do one.
0: Okay. Um, I think I may change your mind on that someday.
1: No, yeah, I got ideas.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, welcome to the Sci-Fi Geeks Club. Uh, we are here to talk about the news of the week and other stuff related to sci-fi. So let's get into it uh, with our first news story from Engadget. And thank you, Gregor, for uh, for grabbing this one up. And I actually uh, took it from a different Corey diff- for that. Oh, this is Corey. Okay. No,
1: I no. This was from so the two stories that I have here that I, that I provided. Uh, this was all show prep yesterday for Elsnerds. Um
0: oh. <laughs> so we're getting Elsner's sloppy leftovers, is what you're saying? No, no, no,
1: no. no it's just with because yesterday was just crazy with work. So I like I worked to close and then came back, came home, and I'm sitting there going through my feedly uh, news feed, and I'm like, and I just start clicking. I'm like, okay, this sounds interesting. This sounds interesting. This sounds interesting. And I'm like, okay, so here, here I go, Corey. Here's what I got. I have um this one article that we talked about over at else or over on there i think like preacher getting a 13 episode season next year um there's this story there's that story there's lost in space reboot and he's like where i do like that lost in space reboot because you know i did watch it growing up why don't you save that for tomorrow and i'm like i like how you think sir
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's a wise wise man thank you Corey scott all right so uh the deal is netflix Optioned Lost in Space late, late last November. And I think we did mention it back then here on the uh, Sci-Fi Geek Club. And we finally have a few more details about when we'll see it. The series is currently slated for a 10-episode run that will premiere in 2018 according to Deadline's source. And it sounds like it's going to be the whole Star Trek um, Lost in Space battle again. Because back in the 60s, around the same time, you had your Lost in Space... And you had your Star Trek. And guess what's premiering next year? Star Trek. uh, Yeah. (laughs) The new Star Trek series. And they're both going to be on... Do
1: you want to cue another rant?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're both going to be on a streaming service. So um, history repeating itself once again. The report goes on to say that it shouldn't stray too far from the original creator, Er Irwin Allen's original, the uh, Robinson family, Neither, neither the classic... Or the Matt LeBlanc version will find themselves—you guessed it—lost in space. With them battling a strange new alien environment and also their own personal demons. So, um, at Netflix, Lost in Space is believed to be part of a push in the arena of big-scale four-quadrant family entertainment. I'm guessing four-quadrant is some industry lingo for something. Oh,
1: it's um, yeah. If I if, if this is what I'm thinking, it's. Um, hitting the the four key major demographics
0: oh that would make sense yeah okay with for that so it sounds like it's gonna be kind of a family drama but serious and sci-fi at the same time which and probably a bit on the humorous side too so it this is hitting a lot of uh touchstones and i'm 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 a big fan of big big fan
1: yeah and i mean it's interesting because you know we have it's one of those things that, like, this intrigues me because you have the original series, what, which was in n- 1965, and it was set three decades into the future.
0: 1997. 1997.
1: <laughs> so, what, 20 years into the past. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm old. Sorry. Um, I was a kid. I was eight then. Um, And all that. And so it's like, are they going to do that same thing here where it's 30 years into the future? And then people are going to look at it later on and be like, Oh, isn't it funny how they thought we would have had this at that time?
0: If they've learned anything from setting TV shows or movies in the future, you need to go farther than twenty years. Yeah, because Star Trek did that, and they they kind of dug themselves a hole because the whole eugenics war was supposed to take place in nineteen ninety nine, and we're well beyond that. So, um, I. If they're, if they're smart, they'll go more than 20 years into the future for this show. Yeah. All right. So what else? Um, let's run down the original series. You said 1965. It was set yeah. in the future, 1997. It revolved around an attempt by the U.S. to colonize deep space by sending a single family, the Robinsons, on a five-and-a-half-year journey to another planet. But an agent, an enemy agent, Dr. Zachary Smith, sabotages the mission causing the ship to veer off course and become lost in space. I wasn't really a big fan of lost in space. I'm more of a star Trek person. I thought it was a little bit too goofy. Yeah. Um, the early episodes, I think the first season before it got too campy, I liked it. But when it got Mm -hmm. over the top campy kind of, okay, here's, here's a good parallel. The original, um, uh, what's the series? What's the cartoon animated series I'm thinking of? Um, Scooby Voltron. No, Scooby Doo. Okay, Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are way off. Scooby Doo. Originally, I liked it before the dogs started talking. Okay, once the dogs started talking or talking more, I guess. um that... So you
1: you know you you have the general consensus of when they brought in Scrappy Doo.
0: Yes, and then wasn't there a third dog that was equally or worse than than Scrappy Doo?
1: So you're telling me the cousin Oliver, cousin Oliver?
0: Yes. I, um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I've, I grew up with
1: with uh Scrappy Doo in there, like Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo too. Yeah. And it was one of those where like I wasn't like, oh yeah, I love this show, but it was like, it's on. It's either this or uh whatever Nickelodeon was offering at the time, which was probably like a rerun of Rugrats that I had seen twenty times already. So you know, it's like, yeah, I'm good here.
0: So I'm pretty excited about this uh, reboot of lost in space
1: and mainly and I am too, but it's mainly because Netflix hasn't really failed yeah with any of these picks um which it was going to be my pick, but I realized I sort of talked it up and I just I mentioned it not too long like not too long ago uh the Voltron yep. is one of their latest ones, the Voltron legendary Defenders it's very good Fre- freaking amazing i love that cartoon
0: and they you know what and they captured the original because yeah. I, I was a big fan of the original growing up not I, I was like a, in my late teens i still watched it but um it definitely captures the feel of the original the uh the new voltron
1: no yeah and that's that's how i felt like it did i felt like it might have done that as i'm watching it and i'm like oh my gosh this is great and was a little bit disappointed when Corey's like, yeah, I've only seen the first episode. I'm like, no, I want to talk more about it. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, so that's, this is pretty cool. And also I have to th- throw out that the uh, the parentheses, neither the classic or the Matt Blanc version could also be referring to Top Gear.
0: <laughs> so anything <laughs> Matt LeBlanc touches kind of turns to crap, is what you're saying? No,
1: no. The Top Gear thing I do not think is Matt LeBlanc. I think it is Chris Evans. Oh, where I enjoy, and this is not sci-fi related, but you know I enjoy this season of Top Gear. I am out of all the people on Galactic Netcasts who are wa- the hosts and producers who watch Top Gear. I probably enjoy it the most, and the other two being Beatmaster and uh, the guy who was just on Alien Invasion, Daryl uh, Daryl Johnson um but i honestly think Matt LeBlanc is great i think Chris Evans is the weak link um in there i think if they replace him with Rory Reed you do the sh- you you revolve the show around Rory Reed Matt LeBlanc and Chris Harris then you have you have a new top gear
0: well then may- maybe they realize maybe they'll realize that and they'll kind of change course and yeah. uh, retool it a little bit something all right uh so before we move on to our next story this is the place where we usually get to know our guest. we have no guests this week so let's get to know gregor a little bit do you want to talk some more about uh, the else nerds yeah uh, so the else nerds is a
1: long it's been a long long journey started by glenn rubinstein it's
0: been a yourself. long time getting yeah. from here there to here <laughs> <laughs> i had it wrong
1: but no, yeah, but honestly it's you know, like you guys started it, like he started it, you came in and then I I joined you guys and then and then you went away a little bit more, like you started going away and then Corey joined and then Glenn got busy at Twit and so me and Cor- me and Corey took over and eventually we're like and this is also with the writing on the wall of spreecast of things were starting to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Um
0: yeah, let, let's like, let's just let's kind of do a little back background on this for those listening and that have no idea what you're talking about uh, w- you originally did the show that you were talk just talking about on yes. spreecastcom which is kind of a, a video conferencing type of of website
1: it's similar to YouTube hangouts or you know the YouTube live thing um but it had a chat room right there you could have people could come in right away. You didn't have to invite people. Mm -hmm. It was like, if they're in there, they could come in and ask a question. Um, It garnered success early on for, from more behind the scenes things like with, with celebrities, like Glee was very popular at the time. And so it was like Fox would do like a behind the scenes chat thing with uh, Chris Colfer or, you know, uh, some, a Glee star or, you know, like an entertainment magazine type type show would do it yeah. do something like that and it was great you know it was a great thing to have and they they were constantly up, upgrading it we were it seems like we were always on the front page and that was because we were friends with sean over there who worked for spreecast and and so it's like we were always right up there on the front page and it was fun doing it and then you know it evolved where we're like okay me and Corey took o- took it over and we brought it over to youtube and we we had been working with that the whole you know, for the whole time, and then we're like, "All right, let's retool this to get it on Galactic Netcast." Um, and so we brought it here, and and so basically, I consider it sort of the the anti anti meaning opposite Sci-Fi Geeks Club. <laughs> okay. Because we we, we 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 talk nerdy stuff, but it's not limited to anything really. We it's more what's on what's
0: on our nerdy little hearts. Yeah. No. Um, totally. And it, and it and it undoubtedly ends up. Eventually, on each episode, you talk about comic books, which I, I love because I know that you're a big fan of comic books. So is Corey. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, like one of the things that I've been wanting to get through is right here, Preacher, book one, because we, we've been talking about a project where we compare the comic to TV show. And I I love the first, I've read the first issue in the book. I love what I've read. It's just I've got so many other comic books I'm reading right now. Um, you know, to stay current with the news and uh, the stories that I've followed, that I that I've grown to love, or not? Well, excuse me, grown to love is a excuse me weird choice of words that I've loved. Um, and it's just, it's a really cool thing to have happen here. To where now it's like I'm doing this this show, um, and I'm I'm guest I'm guest hosting on here. You know, popping over on Trivia Geeks when I fill out the thing, coming over to Podcast of Terror uh, the end of next month, and all this stuff. And it's like. I'm doing more with all these friends and it's it's cool because you guys are some of my best friends and we've never met face to face.
0: Yeah, it's weird how that works out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like here here Beatmaster, me and him have great conversations, great debates, and he's all the way over in uh Switzerland. Yeah, different continent altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, all right, we're here to debate and I'm like, dude, are you sleep fighting me right now because like like because <laughs> it's like five in the morning over there? And you should be in
0: bed. <laughs> all right. So, where can people find um, the else nerds? What's the? Um, it's, it's
1: at elsnerds.com is the easiest way, and then all the social media stuff is elsnerds or galactic netcast because we don't use the Facebook page anymore. It's just galactic netcast, um, and that's the ElseNerds.com will take you right to the galactic netcast or gncast dot com slash nerds. Okay, which is our thing that you gave us, and I'm like, I like that.
0: All right, yeah, I I highly recommend that you guys check it out. And I'm a big fan of uh, the Corey rants, and I wish you guys would make that a permanent segment on every episode because it's my favorite thing. Whenever that happens, I know he he can't really predict it; it just kind of happens. And and sometimes I do them. Yeah, sometimes I throw it in there, and I do them. It's
1: just you know we get we get feeling passionate about something, um, and about something that's stupid, um, or that that we find stupid, and. He, out comes a rant and half the time a lot of the time when I have my rants I leave my body I don't know what I'm saying anymore <laughs> it's like I get going and I'm just like wait what's going on
0: <laughs> alright so uh, else nerds check it out and let's uh, kind of segue from talking about your show to something that you would talk on, about on your show and that's comic book stuff uh, new arrow casting brings Hal Jordan one step closer to Starry, Star City do you want to take the lead on this one
1: yeah, so actually, in this one, I have another um, story to add to this with uh, flash casting as well. Oh, I saw we'll that.
0: Say- That's kind of a last minute thing that was just announced today, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but we'll, we'll do the arrow one first. And this is according to TV Insider, Carly Pope, who is on the Tomorrow, Tomorrow People, will play Coast City reporter Susan Williams in the comics, the wife of Hal's brother Jim, who comes to Star City looking to make a name for herself, quote unquote, by going after Oliver Queen for a big story. Williams will make her debut in the third episode of Arrow's fifth season. Also joining the cast of Arrow is Tyler Ritter from the McCarthy's in a recurring role. Um, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, Ritter is playing Detective Malone, a replacement to Captain Lance on the Star City Police Department for the upcoming fifth season. Blackthorn will continue to appear in the series as a regular despite not operating on the police force. Um, the fifth season of Arrow has been has seen a lot of additions as of late, including uh, Josh Segarra from Chicago PD as a new district attorney, who in the comics is the hero, is the hero uh, vigilante. Rick Gonzalez from Reaper and um, Mr. Robot will play the anti-hero Wild Dog, and Chad Coleman from The Walking Dead will be a new gangster character called named Tobias Church. Cool. Now,
0: um, now I'm guessing going back to what you said about this, this, uh, what's his face, um, Tyler Ritter coming in to replace captain lance and then him not being on the police force eventually so that must mean that captain lance does come back eventually
1: captain lance from what it sounds like captain lance is still involved but because he filed the affidavit or he filed that that report saying that he knew about laurel's involvement as black canary Mm. um and you know and all that stuff so he is like basically like i'm out because you guys are gonna fire me so i might as well just do the respectable thing and resign um so he's gonna be around in some way shape or form um for this season um all this sounds cool to me um i, I can't help but think about the story through cory's eyes and i don't know if this is going to be
0: enough to bring cory back because cory's yeah what's what's cory's problem issue with uh arrow
1: a lot of stupid writing it's, like, a lot of it is, it, it, and, and it, it, in his opinion, is the, you know, you have um, this, the whole Alicity City thing, where it, it takes <laughs> yeah. a big, you know, front seat to uh, everything here, and it's like, what happened to save the city, not, oh, save the city because my, the girl I like lives in there, sort of deal, mm-hmm. is what it seemed like for a lot of it. Um, but no, and, and I still enjoy the show, you know, it's very enjoyable, it's still very, I've very enjoyable to me you know he's seeing all these things i love the people that they brought in um you know like rick gonzalez i watched on like i said on reaper and he's over on uh on mr robot and then chad uh chad coleman you know tyrese over on the walking dead oh, that's
0: tyrese okay yeah i didn't know yeah. that i love tyrese
1: yeah who was also in the expanse as well
0: oh yeah he was i didn't <laughs> put two and two together oh my god i'm an idiot <laughs>
1: Um, but no, yeah. So, I mean, and this is all really cool, um, really big, really cool casting news. And the other one that was all last minute ad that I will throw into the show doc for the show notes later is, um, you know, as I told a friend earlier today, coming home from, uh, the college group at my church, uh, Draco Malfoy is coming to, uh, coming to central city. Sweet. Yeah, t- uh, the headline is: uh, The Flash adds Harry Potter star Tom Felton as a series regular. Um, Tom Felton, who most famously played Draco Malfoy, will join as the uh, will join the, sh- the ser- series or the, join the show as a series regular character, Julian Dorn, who TV Line describes as a fellow CSI at Central City Police Department, who suspects there's more to Barry Allen than just his good guy reputation. Um, and the report sounds very similar. The character sounds similar to a report. Um, that was described that described a character for the Flash that was being cast as Barry, slightly older, slightly geekier, contemporary. A guy who is as smart as he is intuitive. As such, this newcomer doesn't buy Gary uh, buy buy Barry's nice guy routine, and sets out to earn to learn what he's hiding, all while concealing some secrets of his own. Um, and so this is just really cool. Um, cool to hear, and you know this this also I think does lead into our big question. Ooh yeah, in a second. yeah.
0: I'm I'm curious With to this. find out how you think it connects. So that's a little teaser. I think, I think
1: there's some big connections here. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, so that's the other one is that Tom Felton is added over on Flash, which is really cool. He he does great characters. I remember hating him in hating his character in Rise of the Planet of the Apes.
0: Oh, I didn't even know he was on that in that movie. Yeah
1: the the first one in the in the reboot. Oh, was he did.
0: one of the the a-hole like uh...
1: Yeah, he, he was he was he was the A-hole who kept poking Caesar.
0: Oh God, I hate that bastard. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and you know, as Malfoy he was like the one where you're like, Oh just shut up, Malfoy. You little you little witch. Oh sorry, you're a wizard. <laughs> so uh there was another story this week that the actress who plays Jesse Quick is coming back for another season too.
1: Which makes sense. Um yeah, there. I mean there's a lot of casting with all this stuff that like it keeps it cool it, it, it's it's to me it says okay you know that they're s- still doing things here there's not really any have't there hasn't really been any oh well this is you know th- it's gonna run flat anytime soon but that they're gonna go forward with these things and it sort of makes sense because um you know i think uh wasn't uh uh jesse's dad i, I can't think of his name um, you mean the actor or the character? The, the character. Harrison Wells. Harrison Wells, that's yeah. right. Harry. Yeah. Uh, wasn't he still around?
0: Well, he's going to be. I mean, they, they went back to Earth 1, right? Did they? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they went back I, I to Earth 1. So something will bring him back. And that something, I don't know what, it's going to be interesting to find out. Yeah. All right. Uh Before we move on to our final story of the news, quick, uh, go to your phone, (laughs) go to your computer, and follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook page, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do those three things. If you haven't, if you've only done one of those, do all three. So, at Galactic Netcast, just do a, a Facebook search for Galactic Netcast, like our page, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure that you uh, click the whole notification because whenever we uh, – because we record these podcasts on YouTube as live videos. So it's cool because uh, you get a little bit more. see us live. Yeah, and you get a little bit more because sometimes, like, I'll I'll edit things out of my audio. Um, you do edits? Yeah, I actually do edits. Yeah, I know. It's – Still time, to look into that, it's time-consuming. It's a pain in the ass, but it sometimes it's worth it. Uh, so you'll get the raw video if you subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel and uh, click that whole notification thing because that's one of the coolest features of YouTube: is getting notified when the channels that you follow uploads new videos. YouTube twitter facebook follow us on all three of those platforms and uh just kind of keep up with uh what we have going on okay so third and final story from io9.com the alternate timeline of the star trek movies finally has an official name and i love where it came from we'll get to that here in a second it started in the uh 2009 film but no one has ever quite known what to call it it's now officially called the kelvin timeline as revealed on a Star Trek Online blog post, CBS Consumer Products Holly Amos 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 uh, yeah. c- confirmed the name on Twitter, also giving credit for the name to who else but Michael and Denise Okuda. Are you familiar with who they are, Gregor?
1: No, but Star Trek is not my
0: yeah. I didn't think it was. Suit. Yeah, uh, those two guys. Those they're a married couple. I think yeah. they were actually not married before Star Trek. I think they met each other through Star Trek. Anyways, uh, they're both like um, like visual the visual elements of Star Trek, the the technology involved in the show, they come up with that stuff. So oh, yeah, they've been with Star Trek since next generation, I think. So it's cool that they're they're going back to them again for these things, and I'm hoping that they're going to be involved in the new series coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, so they're the co-authors of almost every Star Trek reference in existence, and they came up with the Kelvin timeline. And of course, the Kelvin refers to the name of the starship destroyed at the uh, divergences of the two universes when the Romulan Nero traveled back in time and killed um, Thor. Because <laughs> uh, wait, Ka- like,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute, did you just pull a Patton Oswald filibuster on me here?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> What's his face? The actor who plays yeah, Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah, Chris, what's his face? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. He played um, Kirk's father.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that now. Um, but this is really cool. This I, I say this about every story, but this is really cool because this, to me, solves a problem that recently came up um, with the sad, tragic passing of uh, Anton Yelchin, who was my age, and that blows me away. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked into that story a little bit,
0: and I'm and um, I'm and I want to just side note: we were off the week that that story broke, so we haven't we haven't actually talked about that here on the yeah. podcast yet. It, it, that was a huge tragedy, and it's just a sad, sad story.
1: Yeah, we talked about that on. I, I think we talked about it on the show. I know we talked about it in post and after show on the Else Nerds that week. Um, and and I explained because I was actually explaining it to Evan as to what happened because evan thought it was like a, a suicide thing or you know one of those accidental overdoses that um happens with a lot of celebrity uh, tr- uh sudden tragic deaths and they find out drug- drugs were involved um but it was a because he died of from that uh possibly from that recall with uh fiat uh, chrysler the the fiat, the fiat chrysler company
0: yeah and you don't hear you don't actually hear the st- actual stories from things that are a result of of things that should be recalled ever
1: yeah yeah and it's and it is sad tragic um I'm, I'm, i'll go real quickly the i'll hit the po- points on that and then i'll get to why i think this is gonna fix a problem created by that um the gear shift in the so to use my remote control as an example, this is the gear shift for the for for your car, for you know your your center console car. Most of them like up here is park. You go reverse, neutral, drive. You know the the low sort of deal. But in this in this these cars and his car had this thing. It's a it's a pop. It, you pop it back and then it goes back to here. It it rests at this spot. So it's, so you, like you go there, drive. And you're good. And then you go up, you have to like go up like three clicks to get it in the park. Problem is if you're in a hurry, you throw it up, it's in neutral or it's in reverse. You get out of your car, your car starts going. And if you're behind your car or someone else is behind your car, there's accident, death, you that's know, something ter- very serious happens there. That's terrible. Then, yeah. And that's what a lot what the reports I've seen believe happened to to him. I actually saw a video showing how easy it is to trigger to trigger this into saying, oh, it's in like you think it's in park, but really it's in neutral or it's in reverse and you're on a you're on a hill sort of deal. So that's on what happened. It's it is it is a tragedy. Um, You know, I uh, my condolences go out to his family um, and everyone who knew him um, because also he sounded like a awesome guy to be around um but with them naming this to get back to the story the original story with them naming this the star trek movie universe that we have right here the kelvin universe this this gets a, this you now have a way to recast or no oh, no not recast sorry that's a bad choice of words because i said we, we got talking about well what do they do with future movies and i said you bring in someone else you do not recast that part you bring in someone else to play a different character you explain it off and they go, well, but it's based on this. Yeah, true. But with this, you now have that out with this being the Kelvin universe. You now say, oh, uh, Chekhov didn't stay with the Enterprise for the whole journey. You know, there was a whether you'd say, oh, he went back to Starfleet or whatever you you write him off by saying he went somewhere else. Or you say there's a battle, there was a battle or something that happened and he died, whatever it might be. That fixes, that fixes that problem that that happened. I was thinking the
0: though. same thing. Yeah. Great minds think alike, Gregor. That's right. And you also just called Corey not a great mind.
1: Because <laughs> 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 no. I think he was saying like recasting it. I'm like, you can't recast. No,
0: no. Uh, some, an iconic character right. like that, especially for three movies, I could see maybe yeah. after one movie you could recast. But after three, no, no way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you, could, you could do that between, um, between the first Iron Man and the second Iron Man. You can't do that after Iron Man 3 to uh, Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: Good comparison. Very good.
1: Does the sound of the TARDIS get you all excited? Are you a fan of the longest-running science fiction show? Then for all your news and gossip, check out Who Knew and Review... We're a podcast by Galactic Netcasts. You can find us at gncasts.com/tardis. Each week we will run through a collection of stories from around the universe itself at
0: gncasts.com/tardis. Now you get this podcast and all the other podcasts on the Galactic Netcast Network, including Elsnerds, for free. You don't have to pay a single cent to get these podcasts, all right? And for Elsnerds,
1: why would you pay a single cent? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. You're selling yourself short. No. Um, so we still need to have some kind of financial um, support because there are things that we need to pay for in order to make... To, in order to get these podcasts out to you, like we have a website that we have to pay hosting because, you know, if you're not getting a free, like we had a free website for the longest time and we switched to a WordPress site and we're paying, it's pretty cheap. It's like $7 a month, but we still have to pay for it. Our audio hosting is also pretty cheap we were going a free route for the longest time we decided to go with something paid in order to have a more stable platform and that's also pretty cheap a mo- uh, cheap a month inexpensive every month but it's still money that we need to raise we don't want to pay it out of our own pocket so we set up ways that you can help us uh, get this stuff out to you and what you do is you go to gncasts that's g n c a s t s.com/support and there's two ways you can help there. There's a link to our Patreon campaign, and you can give a dollar, three dollars, five dollars a month, recurring, and set it and forget it. Or you go to the Amazon affiliate link, you click on that, you search for whatever you're shopping for, you buy it, and 3% of your purchase price goes to us. So not only are you getting something, but we're getting Real something. Quick. Yes.
1: Sorry. 3% of this book went to you
0: hang on three
1: three percent of preacher went to you
0: oh sweet well thank you gregor <laughs> <laughs> I used, we used,
1: and, and to be honest though I'm, I'm gonna help you out here a little bit with this um because with how we sell it over at else Nerds for the 40 people who listen a week about 40 um is is you've been supporting this out of your pocket yourself as the head honcho of galactic Netcast. you've been the one who's been footing the bill and you know you got a wife you got a kid I think there's only one kid. Yes, just uh, one. <laughs> yes, you have a kid over a there. Dog, a dog, a, a rabbit. Dog. You know, you got all these things over there in Canada now, um, and so that takes away from that money that you that you could have been, that you've been using for Galactic Netcasts. Not only that, but it gets tiring to you know be doing all these things, and yet you're paying out of pocket, and it's like there's no one. Am I really? Do I really need to do this? This is you guys helping Dave saying, "Hey, yes, do it. I love what you're doing." support it if you, you got the two routes like like dave said you got the set it and forget it route but then you got the other one the amazon route that's so easy you go through a go through there the support page buy whatever you want buy you want to buy some weird creepy sex trapeze thingy <laughs> go for it you want to buy preacher number or preacher book one go for it you want to buy you know a group Funko bobblehead go do it sort of deal what point is whatever you want to buy go buy it and you're good you're you're golden pony boy um
0: you know what you could do you could do is you 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 take that link and you make it a favorites on your on your your browser and you go back to that you make it your amazon link right exactly yeah so you don't have you don't even have to worry about it the one you do it you can set it and forget it as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) when did we turn into rob papil i know
0: it's the ronco it's the ronco amazon bookmark
1: you said it and forget it
0: it's so easy (laughs) don't let this happen to you (laughs) i love those bad i love those commercials for that for that kind of those kind of products because it's always the over exaggeration of the worst situation you get with crappy products right yep
1: yeah no it is (laughs) it is so it is so hilarious the way they do it um be all at all that GNcast.com support.
0: Dave? Huh? Dave? Huh? Hey Dave, what's the question? With so many changes including the addition to Superman or of Superman and their move over to the CW, how do you think or as I had it spelled or as you put it wow, do you wh- think? Wow, do you think? Wow, do you think? Okay. No, how do you think um, they'll change Supergirl in season two? Will what's going on in the Flash with the Flashpoint storyline align her universe with the rest of the superhero shows on the network? That's my personal theory. But I want to know what you think, Gregor.
1: So I agree with that. Um, I'm going to answer, start, I'm going to work work in reverse here. Um, I think the Flashpoint universe, and actually, I was just talking about this with my friend at church, that the Flashpoint with season three, with the Flashpoint storyline that they're going to be doing gonna bring is gonna be what brings in Supergirl over to the CW um you know into into her into our universe um it's gonna be they're gonna work out some way to do that there it's gonna affect that it's gonna it's gonna possibly affect bringing Laurel Lance back I hope it doesn't but I think I, I don't know how her contract is I don't know if she's been seen up there filming anything but I could see that happening um it's gonna I think it's going to be what makes Leonard Snart be, uh, be able to go to all the other shows mm-hmm. because you know, spoiler for the end of Legends of Tomorrow, but he does the heroic sacrifice excuse me, sacrifice at the end.
0: Not even at the end, um, like the second or third to last episode, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um, so I do think that the that the Flashpoint storyline is going to do is going to do a lot of things. It's going to bring in. It's going to do a little bit of. I don't want to. Say, of course correction but not like there's drastic course correction it's just i think they saw with how they were writing the shows like greg berlanti uh and mark guggenheim you know and these these there's producers who produce over all the shows seeing okay well we, we got to bring in supergirl since it's coming over here to the cw but also there's other things that happened that we could probably fix now sort of deal
0: okay i'm gonna I'm going to kind of tell you how I think it's going to go, and you tell me if you think I'm right. Okay. Okay? So, spoiler alert, end final episode of last season's season two of The Flash. Barry Mm -hmm. goes back in time and stops his mom from being killed by the reverse Flash. All right, so that's going to change the future. He's not going to become The Flash, or if he becomes The Flash, his future is different because of the change that he made. Somehow he'll reverse that and things will go back to what he thinks is normal, but there'll be a few things that'll be slightly different. For example, there'll be, there's going to be this alien called Supergirl that's going to be in the universe that wasn't there before, but all of a sudden it's normal that she's there. Is that what you're, what you're thinking? And and there'll there'll be other small changes, slight changes that we think yeah. are changes, but to them, they're not they're that's the way it's been I think you're not far off
1: with with my thinking um be, and and this is also me going from the knowledge that I have of watching the flashpoint paradox uh d c animated movie and then hearing you know reviews and people just talking about the flashpoint the flashpoint comic book that brought in the new fifty two universe um I think it's something similar to that. But I think it's gonna be. I, I think they're gonna keep the main. They might keep that main through line of the of Flashpoint, where he goes back in time, saves his mom, hilarity ensues, and this big thing where he then decides that he's got to go back to stop himself from stopping, <laughs> or from from stopping his mother's death, and then that that action is what would bring Supergirl in over here. To the
0: to, and make all those minor little minute details. That's what I was trying. That's what I was trying. That was the point that I was trying to make. No, yeah, he.
1: Yeah, it, he... it's it's the same point. It's the same point. It's just there's mine. It's he goes back to stop uh, stop it. That's the end of season two. There's this weirdness going on where you got Thomas Wayne as Batman and whatnot, and he doesn't have his. He, he might not have his powers or whatever. He gets his Flash gets his powers back, and then he goes back, and then. Sergio you know, that's my thinking. I could be completely wrong. I actually hope I'm completely wrong because it seems like it's close to the comic. And I heard Grant Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin say that he they're going to make it their own. Okay, which is cool. So,
0: okay, I guess we'll see. I mean, it's uh, it's going to premiere what end of September, mid September. I, be- I believe so. I believe it's
1: somewhere around there. I want to okay. say it's beginning to mid September. I
0: think it's. I, I actually think it's towards the end of September. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: but I think. I, th- I think, honestly, the bigger thing here is, you know, the, with the casting of Superman, I think they're opening the door here um, for, uh, for you know, him coming in as a recurring character more than just um, more. Th- oh, the second season will premiere on October 10th. Okay. Um, but more than just a boot or, you know, the him way off in the distance or, you know, s- how he, w- he had been used in season one. I think this is a chance for them to set up and use, and have him come in more and more frequently as an advisor and in, in, in a in a in a manner of speaking.
0: Yeah, good point. That's a, that would be a good use of him. Yeah, you know, just once in a while, pop mm-hmm. his head in and go, "How's it going, Kara? You good?"
1: Or, or she's having a crisis of of conscience or whatever. You know, some something that it's like, "Uh, what? I can't take it." And she just goes. Goes up to the Fortress of Solitude or, and talks with Clark Yeah, and, they, and she figures it out sort of deal. From, that's, that's my thinking.
0: From the descriptions that I've heard about season two, I think they're going to be dealing with a lot more metahumans than aliens. So I wonder if they, the whole um, alien task force thing is going to be less emphasized because of that.
1: That's the that's an interesting thing. That's one of the things I think is going to be combined is you're going to have all of a sudden you're going to have the DEO a branch of Argus sort <laughs> of deal. That's what I think is probably going to happen.
0: Yeah, they're going to combine a lot of things I think.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: All right. Uh we would love to know what you think of this. We have a couple of ways of giving us feedback. Actually, you know what? I want feedback not only on the stories that we've talked about and the question But also, I want answers for two questions. We're just wondering a couple things about all of our podcasts on the Galactic Network, Netcast Network. Okay, what's your favorite part of this show? And what do you want to get out of this podcast? Those are two questions that we would love answers to. Um, Email it. Aliens? No, that's the wrong one. (laughs) Let me... uh, let me g- at Mail at gmail.com. Let me uh, change that. Geeks at GNCasts.com. Geeks at GNCasts.com. You can also leave it via a voicemail, area code 805-328-3966. Again, uh, what's your favorite part of this podcast, and what do you want to get out of it? It's just we're kind of, you know, we're a restaurant. We're asking for feedback. Did you like your service? Uh, how could we have served you better kind of thing? So uh, geeks at GNCasts.com. Call our voicemail number and leave it there, 805-328-3966. We do have a little feedback from YouTube. Uh, your girl Nadine, Nadine on YouTube. And she uh, commented, I think, on the last episode of the Sci-Fi Geeks Club. She said, I love the Empire and Amadala perfumes. We were talking about the Star Wars perfume, perfumes on the last episode. Um, also did a video about them. And uh, sure, with the guarantee of coming back, sure, I would definitely time travel. But I'd like to be invisible so I don't end up spoiling my current life like in Back to the Future. <laughs> so she, she's commenting on a couple things. She's commenting on the uh, Star Wars perfumes. And the question that we had last time was if you could uh, go back in time would you or i forget exactly what the what the wording was but uh it was a time travel if i go cluster. back in time yeah yeah hell, hell. and uh also hello to gary true he's a regular commenter on our videos on youtube so uh hello gary appreciate you watching and uh leaving comments all right um let's do this thing right here watching reading playing
1: listening making I watching reading playing listening making and watching,
0: reading,
1: playing, listening,
0: making, gee. It's time to reveal our ings, what we have been watching, reading, listening, playing, etc. Related to sci-fi this week. And it looks like Gregor is yeah. first on the lineup. Ish. Um, it's sort of sci-fi, kind of, in a way maybe it's a comic book okay it's a comic book. I,
1: I i couldn't break my streak i almost broke my streak and picked uh voltron legendary defenders
0: oh yeah you did have that um, in the document for a while I, I did have
1: that but then i read the last issue of the second volume of pretty deadly and i loved it i'm like oh my gosh i preface this by saying i've recommended kelly DeConnick's work numerous times on here i've recommended bitch planet i've recommended captain marvel um you know i've I'm I've basically jumped on the bandwagon of being of of being a fan of Kelly Sudeconic. Um Davis is also saying if you ever get Kelly DeConnick on here, I want to be on that show.
0: Well, let me write that um, down. We'll try it.'ll we'll, we'll work <laughs> on it because I mean, stranger things have happened. We had um, you know some pretty big people on the show before, so
1: no yes, yeah. um, but so this one ended the so you you have the first volume, which I, i'll I'll get links for the show notes and all that stuff um through for, through amazon the first volume was set in the wild west um oh i've heard of this and, comic yeah it's it's a great comic and um it's all told through bone bunny and butterfly uh bone or bones bunny and and butterfly and bones bunny is telling the story to butterfly and it's very beautifully done but, like i said the first volume um oh and sorry I, sh- I should point out the art is done by the excellent emma rios um like I, I love her art on here, as well. Um, especially this last issue. Um, which again, pick up when it becomes when it comes out in trade because it is so good. But the first the first volume was set in in the old west. You know, the Wild Wild West, not the Will Smith movie. Wild Wild that West. Crap. <laughs> that was crap. Wild Wild west. It was crap. <laughs> But um, but it was set th- in that time, and then it continues on with her with the main character of. Uh, of Ginny in the second volume in world war one or world war two. It's in one of the, in one of the world wars and this last episode had, it was so it got to this point where you were like, Oh, wait a minute. They're not, it's not like they're people who are living throughout this whole time. It's they are the embodiment of fear or courage or somebody. Um, one of the great things that Kelly Sudaconic and her husband, Matt fraction do are the letters pages. Um, The difference being with Matt Fraction, with his, with Sex Criminals, one I've also recommended, it's the sex tips that they give on there, which is hilarious. (laughs) With hers, she gives, she'll she'll write a letter, like explaining what's going to be coming up on, or, you know, thanking for the the long break that they had or whatever. But with this one, she explained what's going to be happening in the next volume. And immediately I'm like, oh God, yes. And I believe it's going to be set in Hollywood. And I'm like, this is cool. You see these characters coming back. And she talked more about there's a dichotomy between these characters um, as what they represented. Like one represents fear. The other one represents courage. Um, one, you know, they all had these emotional representations. And just so brilliantly done. Um, pick up both trades. The, the second trade will come out here in a couple weeks, I think. Um, they're both both from Image. Um and uh, like, the, and they all Kelly Sudaconic and Emma Rios both have great stuff that they're doing outside of Pretty Deadly. But I recommend this; it's a great book um, to pick up. So, Dave, you got an ing? Yeah, it, it looks like a watching.
0: Yeah, definitely watching. My wife and I watched the first season of Wayward Pines, and we thought it was going to be done because a lot of the actors uh, they had filmed it like a couple of years ago, and it was in limbo for the longest time. And they aired it, and it did pretty well. So they did a second season, and we were really surprised at how quickly the second season happened. Um, kind of snuck up on us. So my ing is season two of Wayward Pines, and I think I had season one as an ing, or our recommendation, when it was still recommendations, last year. And I liked it. Uh, I liked season two actually a little bit better. The first episode, the premiere episode of season two, kind of sucked. Like, we were very close to not continuing to watch it, but then we we did continue to watch it, and we thought that, yeah, this is pretty good. They're doing stuff this season. The show has actually kind of changed the feel a little bit. You know how they kind of—sometimes shows will pivot. They'll uh, they'll start off with one goal or one vision, one kind of story, and then they'll all of a sudden um, go in a different direction, change course— and actually, it yeah. becomes better. Like I, I think um, I had uh, uh, Twelve Monkeys season two as my uh, my ing a few weeks ago, and that's the same situation. Season two is better than season one because they've expanded the story, they've expanded the lore, and they've done the same thing with season two of Wayward Pines. They brought in um, who's the guy that replaced Keanu Reeves in the Speed movie, Speed Two uh that would have required me to have watched speed 2 Jason something i think i forget anyways he replaced um again he replaced somebody else for season 2 of uh Wayward Pines and he's the doctor and if you, spoiler alert Wayward Pines takes place in the far far future thousands of years in the future in this town where this guy in our time saw the end of mankind coming. Like, he he, he, he uh, saw it in the winds, blowing in the winds, that uh, we were basically screwing ourselves, and the evolution of man would um, evolve into these creatures. They call them abbeys. It's short for ab-something. Aber- ab- ab- aberrations. Yeah, aberrations. And they're basically devolved humans living outside of the gates Of Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines is this quaint little small town in Idaho somewhere, and it looks like it could be today. But it's basically this town that was built thousands of years ago. They put a fence around it. They put a bunch of people in cryogenic sleep inside the mountain, and they woke up thousands of years later to kind of reestablish the human society. And that was what the season, the first season, was about. Was Or learning the mystery, you know where were they? Um, Because the first couple episodes, you have no idea if this town, where this town is, what time. Like we, you don't even know if it's in the future. You don't find out that they're in the future a few episodes in. Um, So this season two is more about the next generation because a few of the main characters died in season one. So this new generation is kind of coming into their own and taking the lead like it's 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 led by this young kid he's probably in his teens still as kind of a hitler type character and their soldiers the soldiers in charge of security look like like brown coats like like hitler youth basically and it's all about the they have a lot of um they respect the guy that started this community who died in the first season like they, There's pictures of him all over the place, and they kind of live up to his standard and his dream of this society. So there's this, they call the first generation, where these kids that were born there, they get to a certain age, like they get to their early teens, and they start mating. They have this room in the school where they, a girl comes in, a guy comes in, and they have sex to have a kid because they want to continue, they're trying to build up human, the humanity again. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's really creepy. I mean, that's super creepy. But then there's this whole like dealing with shortages of food and they've grown crops outside the fence. But now the Abbeys are becoming smart or we're we're realizing that the Abbeys are a lot smarter than we thought, we first thought. So they figured out how to use fire. So they're using fire against the humans now. And there's this whole other world out there that I believe, and they've already announced, I think, that it's not going to have a third season. Um, but I think if they were to continue it, I think you could do a lot with this show, learning the history of what's been happening with the Earth since humanity um, mm-hmm. kind of devolved into this other uh, species. Maybe there's some other humans left on Earth somewhere. You know, Maybe there's other communities that were built, just like Wayward Pines. So I, I really like season two, and I like how they've expanded the, the universe outside to outside the fence of Wayward Pines. So that's definitely, I'm going to give it, um, I guess we don't have really a rating system, but I I enjoy it a lot, and that's my ing this week.
1: No, that's, I I tried Wayward Pines last year. Um, I watched, I think, the first episode, and was like, I'm not interested. And it but it was I think a lot of it also had to deal with the fact that they were billing this as being from M. Night Shyamalan and he had not had a great track record. He almost ruined Avatar The Last Airbender for crying out loud. That is a show I hold near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Um also go watch Voltron Legendary Defenders. It's done by the same animation team. Um but it's and so it like it left this weird taste in my mouth that I'm like, I'm not gonna go watch it again. And but with you describing it, it's almost enough to get me to watch it. But it's like I like your description better than probably what it would be if I were to watch the show.
0: <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't do well describing things. I I, I know that of myself. So I, that makes me feel pretty good.
1: Well, it's like because you've done that with Gotham, and you're like, "Oh, you should be watching Gotham," and you're explaining. And I'm like, "This sounds really good," and I watch it. And I'm like, "This is shit." <laughs> Sorry, damn
0: it, Gregor. <laughs> This is a
1: family program. Um, sorry, sorry, I'm coming from the second most filthy show on this on the Galactic Yeah, cast.
0: You f- you punk. You, you Can you see the common thread snappers? between the two yeah. filthiest shows? Yeah, <laughs> Corey Scott. All right. Um. So cool. I. I well, Wayward Pines is very unique, and I. I know that M Night Shyamalan was uh, involved. Very. I think he w- he had the original idea. I think maybe he didn't even have the original idea. He was like an executive producer, so uh, not I a think lot of was he. It. What's that?
1: I-, I think that was it. He was like an executive producer or something.
0: So I don't think he's really that directly involved in it. And in fact, I think this his name is still on it, but it's even less like one of his joints. This second season, it's less yeah. of a mystery and it's more of a post-apocalyptic survivor type story. Yeah,
1: and also I thought it did. I thought it was only going to have three seasons. I thought they were talking about.
0: Oh, maybe they did. Maybe that's what yeah. I heard. Not. It's. It is going to have three seasons, but that's it. After the third yeah. season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's where. Not like. Oh, it's not going to. Because it's. I don't think its ratings are that great to begin with. Um. You know. Because they air it in the summertime. Yeah.
0: Summertime um, shows never do that well, except for the the sci-fi shows. Yeah. The two that are coming back this week dark matter and killjoys i'm looking forward to that uh
1: i i was i've been watching killed or I, I watched the couple, first couple episodes of killjoys and i or not killjoys i want well killjoys yeah but uh dark matter on netflix and yeah. i'm enjoying that show and i'm like i need to get caught up yeah yeah and the expanse yeah and then expanse I, I, think I think i'm gonna give killjoys another try too all
0: right so those are our ings uh we'll have the links to them in the show notes uh real quick before we uh We're about to wrap things up, Gregor. It's been been a nice pretty little bow. flew by. Uh, We have a couple of things that you can sign up for absolutely free. We have a monthly newsletter, which I need to get off my ass and get put out because we're at the end of the month. Uh, You can sign up. Let's do it. (laughs) You can sign up at GNCasts.com slash sign up. That's com slash sign up. Sign up for the monthly newsletter. We're not going to give your email address to anybody. You'll only get the one email a month. You can also sign up for our Slack chat team at that same website address, gncasts.com/signup. So you can sit on your phone and chat with Mr. Gregor Spragg whenever he's online and whenever you're online. So you can have exactly. a conver- You can have a conversation with Gregor right there. That guy right there. You can have in depth conversation with him about whatever you guys end up talking about. Exactly. It'll
1: probably be about comic books comic or books. wrestling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. So or British TV. It's just it's chat, right? It, you can chat in your web browser or you can get the app and it's all free. You don't have to pay for a single thing. All you have to do yeah. is go to the website, gncasts.com slash sign up, click on the uh, link for that, and uh, we'll invite you and the rest will be history and you'll enjoy Uh, your galactic netcast experience even more okay for more on this podcast including show notes contact info go to gncasts.com slash geeks you can subscribe to this podcast by going to gncasts.com slash subscribe or search for us on itunes stitcher google play music or anywhere find podcasts are offered and next week our guest is going to be Todd Whitehead Me. of uh, the Alpha Geek Network that we're also streaming on. Uh, that'll be his second appearance. And you're going to be back as guest host next next week as well. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I'm taking over. Brad, you're fired.
0: Brad and <laughs> Nessa are, are actually going on vacation. That's why you're here. But, oh. but you, you're, you're a regular anyways. You're, you're on this show every few episodes, so it's not like you never show up.
1: No, I know. It's, but it's cool. I, I love doing this stuff.
0: Before before we uh, I cut you loose I have I have a theory the guy that played uh, that's the guy that's going to be coming on the Flash that was on Harry Potter what's his name?
1: Uh, Tom, uh, Tom Felton.
0: Yeah. Do you think he's going to be Max Mercury? I
1: don't know. I, I could I could possibly see that. Um, I, but I don't know. They they plan those things out with with the Flash and this is a talk for else nerds. Um, that. May be off this week unless I, I could find a certain co-host who would want to come help me.
0: Um, <laughs> don't don't ask me because I'm I'm barely doing these podcasts. I I'm, <laughs> I'm working. I'm on this a little background information. I I'm a swing shift employee at a radio station. A radio station that just let go three of its employees. So I'm swinging my ass off right now. I'm working full-time, like, for the next month. I'm working every single day. So it was really hard for me to come home and do our two podcasts this evening. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I cannot guest on the Elsnerds this week. I'm and sorry. It's a
1: shout-out for everyone else. I need a co-host. <laughs> Daryl, I'm looking at you. Maybe. Actually, wait. that That is appropriate because I didn't call Daryl out on this last week's episode of of, of Elsnerds. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Um, but yeah. Maybe somebody will uh, want will want to do it. Who knows? Exactly,
1: because Corey's going to be away. Oh, okay.
0: What the hell's going on? Why are all the podcast hosts taking off? Corey's oh. going. I think Corey's going on
1: vacation somewhere. Okay, I think.
0: Are we still doing? A, are we still doing a show right now? Is this happening? <laughs> yeah, Sh- shouldn't we be wrapping up? Shouldn't I, you be thanking me for being on here, Gregor? Thanks for being my co-host this week on the Sci-Fi <laughs> Geek Club podcast. Where can people find your stuff online? Uh, you can find the 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 main thing I
1: do at elsinors You could follow me on Twitter at thatgregor, at Facebook I believe is at Gregor or it's like that. Just search for Gregor Sprague on Facebook. Find me on the social network stuff. Either at Gregor, that Gregor, Gregor1942, any of those things.
0: And you'll be back next week.
1: Exactly. And I'll be right back here. Same, same bat time, same bat, same bat channel.
0: All right. I'm Dave Nelson on behalf of Brad, Gregor, Corey, Matt. Bye, Dad. And Anessa. We'll talk to you next time. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to gncasts.com. That's g n c a s t s.com.